Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yes, indeed, we have had a lot going on domestically, especially here in the States, from the mass indictments to the mass shootings. But it's time to get back on our politicking game and looking at all the politics. And we gotta break down what's going on with foreign relations, what's going on with these oil prices, and what is taking place behind our backs. So stay tuned to this episode of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, the podcast, where we get into all of the meetups that have been going on while we've been distracted. Y'all. <laughs> Welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, the podcast. Welcome to Anchor, Google, Apple, Spotify, Listen Notes, wherever you are getting this from. Major shout out to everybody who was new. Major shout out to everybody who was returning. And like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend about the platform. Now, like I said in the intro, we got to get into what has been going on, okay? We need to be getting into what has been going on internationally. Yes, it is important and imperative to understand what is taking place domestically because it is, you know, home soil, but we live in a globalized economy. We live in a global society. A lot of people, if you let them tell it, we already are living in the new world order, the one world, one centralized government. So what affects one affects all, right? Now, over the past couple of weeks, we have seen a lot of saturation with mass shootings that have been taking place between Buffalo, between Texas, the victims, the suspects, from the mass indictments with Young Thug and Gunna and 28 going down in Atlanta to, you know, rappers being killed to a major, I think, 26 uh, count of indictments of, of, you know, dudes in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? Rappers in the Bronx, drill rappers in the Bronx in New York here. It has just been a lot taking place domestically. And I told y'all when that moon was red and that moon was bloody that it meant something, right? But we got to also take a look as to what is going on internationally, all right, especially when it comes to inflation, because from what they're trying to tell us, we are not headed in the right direction. We are actually headed into a recession and the banks are pretty much stating that the worst is yet to come with, you know, global supply chain. This is something that is going to affect us for, I'm going to say probably up to 10 years to come right what is taking place and it being so bad now one of the reasons why i believe that it was so bad is because china is the export to a lot of people around the world a lot of you know uh, countries around the world united states being one of them a lot of what we consume is manufactured in china right and china has been on lockdown due to cv i have done podcast episodes about this i have spoken about this on my youtube channel and i have made it very clear that they were under strict lockdown they could not leave home they were literally sharing noodles bags of rice like uh you know they had nothing you know so it was very intense and y'all know when the plug is shut down nothing is moving nobody's eating 
not only did we have this issue with Shanghai being on lockdown, of course the war with Russia and the Ukraine between Zelensky and Vladimir Putin definitely does play an imperative role and a major role being that, you know, Russia, a lot of things come out of there, you know what I'm saying, your wheat supply. It is just crazy, you know what I'm saying, as far as how these big states control so much of resources that especially the West rely on, all right? Not only do we have the Ukraine and Russia situation, we also have the dynamic between Saudi Arabia and the United States honestly not looking too great, all right? Now, for some reason, I feel like the Western mainstream media is trying to save face, trying to paint this narrative like everything is still really Gucci between the Saudis and, you know, the Biden administration. But honestly speaking, I have been doing my research over the last couple of weeks, and y'all know that I have been speaking about this for like, I'm gonna say the past two years, right? And I even put up content before Biden got elected, before Biden and Kamala got in office, I was speaking on the apprehension of the Yemeni people and why they felt like Biden was basically not going to aid and embed in a positive connotation to Middle Eastern relations. Like the people on the ground, the grassroots people, and Yemen were speaking about this. They said that he is a puppet, he is controlled, and he is gonna do what he is told. These were their exact words. You guys could go back into my podcast and listen to what the Yemeni people were saying about Joe Biden. And honestly speaking, it looks as though that they are correct. Now, many people probably listening to this probably are from my YouTube channel, and you probably seen my live stream about how Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, pretty much wasn't feeling Joe Biden. He felt like Joe Biden was kind of really blowing him off. Joe Biden has been in office for almost two years. He has not made an appearance to me in person in Saudi Arabia, which, I mean, this motherfucker hasn't done a... Uh, press conference or hasn't done any media interviews in a hundred days so I mean Mohammed bin Salman might as well just take a number and have a goddamn seat because we waiting to talk to him too Joe Biden had the audacity to ask Saudi Arabia to phone Saudi Arabia as far as seeing if they can pump more oil or basically help aid in the westernized oil crisis, but he hasn't pulled up to Saudi Arabia to shake anybody's hand in the Crown Royal family, but you wanna blow up somebody's phone and ask them for help. That's like you duck and dive a friend, and then you call that friend, or you trying to request that friend on Cash App to send you some money, to loan you $20. like what like you don't even pick up the phone when <laughs> like what what like come on yo w what did you really think was gonna happen with that you know what i'm saying these mofos in the biden administration really did think that they were going to be able to call an ally on the phone a so-called ally on the phone when they haven't spoken to their so-called ally and god knows how long and then when they did speak 
about the ally they were pretty much dogging the ally in the media stating that they were a pariah stating that they needed to be held accountable for what they did that was wrong but then you calling them because you need something from them again i don't know how the mainstream westernized media can sit here and say that the relations between saudi arabia and the united states aren't strained and we're gonna get into a few articles today to prove my point on how they are now we're gonna take it back a little bit and we're gonna go back to what was taking place as far as the meetings that were happening between the CIA director and Mohammed bin Salman, who again is the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, okay? Now, according to the intercept.com back on May the 13th, they have stated that an unusual foray into diplomacy, William Burns pressed Mohammed bin Salman on oil production, prominent detainees and the kingdom's relationship with china now in my live streams on my youtube channel i was speaking about how saudi arabia is going to flip on the united states how saudi arabia is going to start aligning themselves with the so-called enemy with russia and china and how they are going to start doing more business with china and Russia because they're gonna see that it's more economically lucrative to do so. Now, the Intercept article stated that last month as part of a regional tour, the CIA director William Burns quietly met with uh, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman in Jeddah, a port city in Western Saudi Arabia. Now, the unusual meeting first reported by the Wall Street Journal is the first known encounter between the United States top spy and Saudi Arabia's de facto ruler. And according to three sources familiar with the matter, the latest attempt by high-ranking United States officials to appeal to Saudi Arabia on oil amid rising gas prices in the United States. Also on the table, two other sources told the intercept were Saudi weapon purchases from China. This just proved my point. Like, again, I said this was, I said that this was going to happen back in some time in April. And I hate to say it, but I told you so. Now, the article also goes on to state that Joe Biden has so far refused to meet Mohammed bin Salman as he is known owing, uh, excuse me, owing to the prince's role in the murder, in ordering the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi. I have spoken about Jamal Khashoggi several times on my platforms. But in February, Biden made an important, excuse me, not an important, but an effort to begin repairing the relationship with the kingdom, asking King Salman to increase the country's oil production. And get this, and in return, for United States military support for its defense against Yemen's Houthis. Again, I literally have spoken about all of this, okay? So again, Joe Biden and Barack Obama started this bullshit when it comes to the Yemeni Houthis and the Saudi-led coalition banging out on each other in Yemen, okay? I already have addressed how they were about to be in front of the UN, you know, as far as for facing war crimes, okay? They were in a lot of trouble back then for kind of really aiding and embedding and providing the military backing for this. So, 
this is just really crazy and again this continued into trump now he is sitting here and promising that they will back more uh, back them militarily in this to aid and embed in more killing basically and the article states according to a saudi readout of the call biden was denied okay denied and they probably were denied because again they got a new friend now who seems to be china okay though burns again asked for oil production increase last month saudi arabia announced last week that it would be sticking to its production plan once more denying the united states request and a spokesperson for the CIA declined to comment on William Burns' travels. The Intercept sources, a United States intelligence official, two sources with ties to the United States intelligence co uh, community, a source of close members of the Saudi royal family, and a think tank official, interviewed for this story, spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive matters. All right. So Saudi Arabia's very public overventures to Beijing, most notably exploring the possibility of selling its oil in Chinese currency yuan, have caused consternation in Washington. All right. So again, they are aligning themselves with the enemy. They are looking to start selling their oil in other currencies and one of the currencies is China Yuan. Now, let me also say this, because I have done my research on this. The Crown Royal family, especially Mohammed bin Salman, has been making tours to China even before the pandemic, all right? So, I don't know if they knew something we didn't know back then, but this shit is crazy, all right? And pretty much Mohammed bin Salman told the cia director to go fuck yourself like <laughs> fuck yourself that excuse my french but that's essentially what he said and it did not work out when they sent william burns over there to negotiate all right now y'all can say what y'all want but i honestly feel like if the orange man went over there it would have been a different outcome i'm just saying but there's no incentive for muhammad bin salman to take more weapons from the United States if they are now getting it from China. It has to be something else on the table that they want. I don't know how these negotiation deals went, but I don't know if the CIA director was the right person to send. I believe that a competent commander in chief could have went there and really sealed the deal to work something out. Now, according to the Jerusalem Post, they took a soundbite from Yasmin Farouk, who is a non-resident scholar in the Middle Eastern program at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. And she stated that President Biden has definitely made this personal about the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. And he's going to meet that very same Crown Prince that the tensions were crystallized around, which makes the United States look less credible and even weaker in the relationship. Even though when it comes to the facts, it is the stronger party in the relationship. Now, she also went on to state that it's a policy in Saudi Arabia that the country will no longer only rely on its partnership with the United States, whether for the economy or even for security. 
The United States remains the most important, however, partner because it is the strongest partner that Saudi Arabia could have, internationally speaking. They have the best arms, the best technologies, and the best companies. And according to her, she states that because there is some incentive that is tangible, that Saudi Arabia is going to always choose the United States over everybody else, no matter what. But honestly speaking, I don't know because we're in a time right now where money definitely does talk. We also are not in the room with these world leaders when they are discussing foreign policy. And we don't know what is being offered on the table when it comes to China. But what I can tell you is, is that China is definitely making deals and they are definitely taking over and they are definitely making and breaking ground in Asia and in the Middle East. I know somebody who is from Pakistan and they told me that China has completely built a railroad system that runs between, I think, Pakistan, India, all the way back to China for manufacturing and importing goods. We all know that they are completely taking over the continent of Africa. They are definitely making grounds in the Caribbean. Go to Jamaica. They will tell you that a lot of the land has been brought up by the Chinese they even state that they wouldn't be shocked if jamaica would be the first you know chinese colony in the caribbean i could see that definitely happening and they are definitely sowing their oats in the middle east okay i was also reading how you know egypt is looking to start selling bonds savings bonds in chinese currency you know what i'm saying like this this nation is definitely a powerhouse and i don't think that the united states economically is ready for this like i believe economically the united states is going to get crushed it is being crushed right now i believe that the united states doesn't make anything honestly of substance other than weaponry and now they have competition in that because saudi arabia is kind of really giving them the cold shoulder they're not feeling them like that and they're aligning themselves with china and purchasing weaponry you know what i'm saying it's like they are really saudi arabia is really flexing their economic muscle right now they know they have resources and they know they have power and for some reason i just feel as though this administration is not competent enough to negotiate a deal that is incentivizing enough to have things work in our favor and this is why it is imperative to have your own that way you are not reliant on outside resources to do anything for you this is why these conversations should have been taking place during the election but everybody was completely in a bag they was completely in their feelings and they didn't want to hear anything they just wanted to hear cnn talking points which is astonishing because the same people who were running cnn then are no longer running cnn now right cnn cannot even hold an audience to sustain a streaming service for more than a month like you literally have youtubers getting more traction and have more subscribers and have more impression than a major mainstream media company that says a whole lot and it goes to show that their narrative is completely done now 
I'm gonna be honest, Mohammed bin Salman is not to be trusted right now. Um, I believe that maybe they knew that Trump was not getting a second term and they really just started showing their natural ass. Okay. They knew that in 2019 there was an election. They knew what was going on as far as, uh, you know, COVID, the, the Wuhan lab and everything. Uh, and when 2020 hit, everything was just honestly going to go downhill. And I believe they set themselves up to win. Like I honestly really do, but I don't understand how people want to talk shit about the plug and then go and ask the plug for help. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't take anybody who is politically savvy to understand how that is just dumb. And you do not get flies, more flies with shit. You actually get more flies with honey. And I don't think that the Biden administration was competent enough to understand this. And honestly speaking, it's just, it's really, really crazy. And another thing that I was stating that was going to happen, which I pulled the article, which was recent as of May 24th. Now we're hearing that Saudi's foreign minister is saying that the kingdom's hands are stretched out to Iran. Okay. I literally had this conversation last night on my YouTube channel, how the enemy of my enemy is my friend like it's just really really crazy you know what i'm saying like it's really really crazy because these two have been having a proxy war for the last past almost 10 years and now you're hearing all of a sudden that they want to basically see if they could have talks and try to mend fences more like it's just honestly crazy and i'm gonna be honest and real i really think that certain nations are gearing up because they know that America is definitely about to fall and fall very, very hard. Um, and this is honestly, we're down bad. Like, I'm going to be real honest. We're definitely down bad. And if I were the Biden administration, I would not trust Mohammed bin Salman right now. Like, I just really wouldn't. You know, I feel as though um, they're exploring other options and they're seeing how much they can acquire as far as exploring other currencies and how they can sell their oil in other currencies. But this is honestly really just crazy y'all. It really, really is. And, um, I am going to be real with y'all before I wrap this up. I do not think that Joe Biden is going to be visiting the middle East anytime soon. I saw that he actually postponed his trip to Saudi Arabia and to Israel because he don't have nothing to bring to the table. Let's be real. He don't have no type of deal. He don't have anything right now to negotiate with. He doesn't. He doesn't. Nobody's going to buy what he's selling. Like, I'm going to be honest. So it's not looking good. This is one of the most incompetent administrations I have seen in my 33 short years of living, all right, that I can go and trace back and really say that, you know, I recall that presidency. This has got to be the most incom. This is like a, a bad movie. Like, I'm gonna be real honest. This is like a bad movie that just won't end. And the crazy part is, is that we have two more years of this shit. Two more years of it two more years and then in the banks are saying that we are definitely headed into a recession they won't shut up about it i'm in finance i hear it from deutsche bank to bank of america to uh you know 
all these, um, you know, top institutions within the states, they're all stating that we're not, JP Morgan is another one, that we're not headed in the right direction. We're not, all right? So, um, we're not headed in the right direction. Our foreign relations are strained, where people who could be the plug don't want to be the plug because our president is talking shit, you know, can't bring nothing to the table because we are huge consumers and manufacturers of fucking nothing so this is gonna be really bad y'all all i could tell you is you know pray for the best but expect the worst make sure your family and your households are straight prioritize cut back on certain things you know cut back on going out every weekend cut back on turn it up stock the pantry buy seeds invest in water invest in natural resources that's the best thing i could tell you to do i now, I love y'all, y'all know this, but I'm gonna get up on out of here because it's been almost 30 minutes of me rambling about this shit. But make sure, like I said, you tell a friend and tell a friend about this platform, all right? I love y'all, y'all know this, and I will see you on the next episode. Peace.